0: I am all right. I am settled in the new apartment, and things are getting unpacked at a not terribly fast pace. But they are getting nice. unpacked. So the giant pile over here that no one can see except me is getting slightly less smaller giant, and
1: smaller and smaller. I yeah. have giant piles all over my room. I, I, you know, when you have just so many children, <laughs> uh, it becomes very hard to clean your own space. Like I. Like, for example, today I, you know, cleaned Cardell's room, helped Cardell clean his room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, I got a carpet shampooer and I actually shampooed the carpets on the entire upstairs. And so now I have, like, all this furniture from the rest of the house in my space. <laughs> and it's like, well, I guess this just lives here for now. <laughs> you know, like, it'll, yep. I'll just put put it in the pile of clean laundry over here. You know, another place to not do things. <laughs> yeah
0: I, uh, The fun part of course uh, Moving and you know this Since you wasn't really that long ago That you moved down, down there uh, Is going through the boxes and realizing I don't know why I still have this Yeah, yeah And so I had a lot of that And so the number of boxes That actually moved with me From Wichita to Kansas City In 2005 That stayed in closets unopened <laughs> has now been vastly reduced. Yeah. Um, however, there are several boxes in the closets back here that are the consolidated versions of those boxes, and they're probably going to stay in those closets until I move again.
1: Right, <laughs> right. So. It's weird I, how that happens, where you're just like, oh, I guess, you know, like like when I moved here, I started trying to kind of go through boxes and, you know, because you remember what it was like when I moved. Right it was just a free for all for like two days of like mashing things into boxes. And I found boxes of just like garbage, like legitimate, like, like grocery store bags full of grocery store bags Mm -hmm. put in a box. And I was like, how did this happen? You know? And then of course the things that I actually wanted to find, like that audio recorder, I still have not found.
0: (laughs) You won't won't, won't find it until you move again. Yeah. So yeah, that's, it's, it's a, it's a process and, you know, getting used to the new place and it's, it's different sounds. Um, the, the cats are still a little weirded out about the different noises. It's a difference between living on the first floor, like I do now, and living on a second floor. Uh-huh. And there's just differences in sounds. Someone talking on the on, outside my window uh, sounds a lot different than the, uh, the first floor that it does on the second floor. So the cats are like, "What is that noise?" Yeah, uh, you know, or it's...
1: or like you said, uh, you probably you don't probably have screening upstairs neighbors anymore.
0: I do not. I do not. In fact, um, the loudest noise that we've had from anybody else has actually been from the folks who live uh, behind us across our parking lot. There's a row of houses, and and somebody last night was was having a party, apparently, um, of some kind, because they were playing loud music outdoors, and I was like, yes, that is, in fact, loud music coming from about 150 feet away, so it's not above me, (laughs) that's all I care about, (laughs) because I'd be really loud, but no, it's all right, you know, I'm getting getting settled in, Uh, so it's, every day, it's a little more like home, so... And, of course, I work from home, so it's I'm just always here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's yeah.
0: easy to get used to it. So anyway, anyway, enough about my living arrangements. Hi, folks. This is Apocalypse Now, and I am Tim.
1: And I'm Dustin.
0: And you've heard us ramble on a little bit. We'll see if I actually keep it in and don't chop it, <laughs> most of it out. But this is, of course... Um, The latest episode where we discuss The Walking Dead and other zombie-related things, and of course, this is the episode which we have been
1: looking forward to
0: slash dreading because of the title, if nothing else, uh, which of course uh, harkens back to a particularly traumatizing episode of The Walking Dead, uh, where Carol had to do...
1: He had to murder some children.
0: He had to murder some children, and it was a particularly traumatic episode and you know, so when you have an episode called "Look at the Flowers," one worries and especially considering how they've been writing Carol this season mm-hmm. and yes,
1: i need I need for some young academic to write who's 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 into media. To write a paper on how the on psych, Carol psychologically, it's like her psychology throughout this season, yeah. like because uh, they have made some choices uh, with Carol this season.
0: Yes, I'm not sure. I'm a big fan of these choices they made for Carol this season, <laughs> but they definitely did, in fact, make some choices. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this episode, and then we can talk about those choices because I have I have thoughts. Uh, that are in fact uh, mixed.
1: <laughs> well, let's I guess get, get let's get Daryl and Negan out of the way. <laughs> sure. Um, before we go any any, I mean, there are two, as there usually are with The Walking Dead. There were three plots this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl and Negan, uh, Eugene and Penelope and uh, Carol and Alpha. But wait, you say, didn't Alpha die? Uh, well, I don't know why you're listening to a recap show if you don't know uh, that, that Carol is haunted by Alpha's visage all episode. Oh, and, and, and Beta like takes her head and does some weird shit and gets some more walkers, and we assume is about to go attack Alexandria.
0: Right. There's actually, yeah, this is, uh, Beta has the, the, the D story in this or the, or yeah. the, the rare story four, um, and,
1: and that was basically it. He, we, we I guess we reestablish again that at some point he may have been this famous musician,
0: right? Country singer called half moon. Uh, and he's not, he's, he, he really, really, really doesn't want people to remember this for reasons. Uh, And he really, really, really doesn't have much of a grasp on human behavior anymore um, because he, when he finds Alpha's head still zombified and, of course, moving around on its spike, he basically, because... He cray. Yeah, one person, one person who makes the fairly logical assumption that now that Alpha is gone... Beta as her second in command becomes a new Alpha yeah. for his for his thinking. This Negan basically pushes his face. In, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Beta pushes uh, his face into Alpha, and so she chomps on him. And the, the other guy with them sits there, goes, "I'm gonna go."
1: Yeah, runs. He just runs away, <laughs> which but, is probably. I have to. You got, you, we have to give that guy smartest character on the walking dead ever <laughs> like no na- no name no lines we don't even see his face but he sees what happens and just is like i got to i've got I've to gotta go <laughs>
0: i think i hear my mom calling and he's just he's out so so then uh, uh beta and uh, this guy who's still hanging around with beta for reasons, uh, go into this town and uh, a walker comes up and the guy's going to, you know, try and get put himself in between the walker and, and Beta and Beta just stabs him to death and lets him get eaten and then goes ho- home, apparently, and has a fit, breaks his guitar and uh, uh, kill... Kills the zombie version of Alpha and apparently skins half of her face to make his new mask.
1: Yes, because remember a couple like uh, uh, because Alice was it Alice or Mary? Doesn't matter. For uh, 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 she she ripped half of his face off. Right, and and so now now he needs a new face, and that apparently is going to be Alpha's
0: face. Right. And so yeah, that he basically calls makes he starts playing music really loud so a bunch of zombies come to him. And then yes, it looks like he's going to lead them off uh to 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 kill everyone. Right. So uh yeah, we we knew that we knew the threat of the whispers was not in fact over. Um but it definitely has changed because moving on to the Negan and Daryl uh storyline. So we had talked about how we had kind of hoped that the obvious thing, you know, Carol letting Megan out and and setting all this up was something we kind of hoped they weren't going to have it be exactly like it looked. Uh-huh. And then this episode it turned out to be
1: and literally exactly that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm I'm was kind of okay with it because uh because of the way Carol housed it um he you know he goes she goes into Negan's cell and he's doing that whole like you shouldn't be here you should be out fighting alpha thing and and she's like what do you think this is and and he's like huh and she's like I'm gonna let you out and you're gonna go kill her for me and then that's all people will remember you for Right, right and And that was a very, like, you know, interesting way to, like, you know, bring him into this. Like, to be like, okay, all right, yeah. But, of course, uh, when she, when he gets there with Alpha's head, she's like, okay, thanks, I'm going, I'm leaving now. And he's like, what? You were going to? do all this stuff you were gonna tell them that i did this and she's like yeah i'm sure you'll figure it out (laughs) she wanders off and so then like so he decides to go back and find lydia and let her out and kind of explain to her what happened and of course uh uh daryl is there from some sort of for some sort of magical like how daryl knew to go there you know who knows yeah,
0: I mean, I, we didn't get a scene where where Daryl and Lydia were reunited, which would have made sense. It's like no. they run into each other and she goes, I was here, N- that Negan put me there, and Daryl goes to investigate. That would have made sense. And maybe there's a deleted scene on the floor somewhere, but it isn't in this episode. So, yeah, it's like Daryl is just there, and he's not happy to see Negan, you know, not surprisingly.
1: Because he thinks that they were, um, th- he, he, uh, uh, betrayed them which I don't know how you betray people who you were you know
0: Prisoner of? Yeah <laughs> Well yeah it's, it's uh, Daryl's Daryl's anger is both a little bit understandable and a little bit what, do you, what were you expecting? hmm And so Negan's like uh, you know I killed Alpha I did it for you people and Daryl's like sure you did.
1: Right. And so then he takes it back to where the head was and by then Beta has taken it <laughs> because like I swear <laughs> I swear I killed her. Uh luckily uh some some whispers wander up and they're like you killed Alpha. You are now Alpha and you know because you kind of You have to remember way back, I think it was last season that it was established that to become the new Alpha, you have to kill Alpha. Right.
0: And this, of course, gives Negan a chance to really play up the whole, that's right, Daryl, I've tricked you, and now I'm going to be the leader of these crazy people. And so Daryl gets tied up, and and Negan does a great little Negan number. It's like, wait a minute, if I'm the Alpha how come that guy has got the shotgun? Yeah. <laughs> and they give him the shotgun. And he starts killing them. <laughs> and
1: Right. Which, you know, I don't know. I always, I, I guess they are a threat. I guess, you know, in a way it's like, you know, yeah, they're not great guys. And yeah, they're, you know... They're in a cult, and you know <laughs> all that stuff. But you know, if you're the new leader, you can just be like, "All right, let's all take off our our skin and move into move <laughs> up to the town now, please."
0: Yeah, I don't think I, I. You know, I don't think that would work for Negan because, because um, Daryl accuses Negan of having enjoyed his time with the Whisperers. And Negan says, "You're right. I did enjoy it." And then after he's mm-hmm. he and Daryl have killed these guys and he's cut Daryl loose, he says, "You're right. I did enjoy it. I've been a prisoner for the last eight years. You know, I'm here's a bit of a shocking piece of news. I enjoyed being free. I enjoyed having yeah. you know some sort of power. But you know what? I didn't enjoy is being around people who killed kids. Right. There's, you know the." the whether you believe me or not, the thing about you people is that you care about each other and you don't kill children. Right. And Daryl's kind of like, fine.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and really, kind of that's the end. They do talk for a, just a minute where where they go back to wait for Carol and Negan's like, she's not coming back. and uh, And then that's kind of all we see from from Negan for the rest of the episode.
0: Right. So let's see. um, Okay, let's... We've got Eugene, of course, and the survivors of Hilltop uh, are all gathered together and they're reuniting and and there's some happy moments when when people, uh, you know, uh, reconnect, which is great. Um, And... Rosita tells Eugene that she, he needs to tell the people about his uh contact his his radio contact this this Stephanie. Right. And he's like, "Oh crap."
1: <laughs> and so of course he does and exactly what he expects to happen happens. Everybody's like, "Oh no. What's happening? We're, you know, uh you
0: can't trust them. I mean, no yeah. it's a trap." And
1: which it still may be. We, we still don't
0: know. Right. But then Ezekiel goes, um, you know, it could actually also be real. So maybe we ought to listen to him. Yeah. And hear what he has to say. And they're all kind of like, well, okay, fine. Um, and, you know, it, it ends up, I mean, there's the scenes, I, I probably say there's what, maybe 15 minutes over the episode, maybe not quite so much of that, with these with these characters but very little happens ultimately in terms of because Eugene says this is what's going on and I think this is worth pursuing and I like this person. I need it you know, I was I was pulling into myself. I need to I, and I connected with somebody and I want to go meet them. And then um, you know, Ezekiel and Yumiko Decides set, with off, him. set yeah. off with him. And um along the way, uh, you know, Ezekiel is showing that he's He's not doing well. The cancer right. is moving to him. And he has to put his horse down because it's... It was bitten. And so it's, 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 a, it's a rough ride. And he basically tells them, look, you know, you just if, if, I get, if I get injured, you have to leave me behind. I'm not going to... They're like, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: I kind of like the way they're like, no, we don't, Ezekiel. <laughs> Nobody's leaving you behind. Like, you know, stop it.
0: He's it's like, well, okay. And they head into Pittsburgh. And and,
1: <laughs> and they find, um, I'm going to just say a really like very Pirates of the Caribbean the ride <laughs> sort of situation happening there. Right. Um, because there are walkers like tied in, you know, tied to Zumbas and you know like uh at tea together and you know there's a walker chained in a car and another walker that's a meter made with tickets and like Ezekiel just starts cracking up he starts oh, yeah. laughing like what am I looking at
0: well and it's also a, a very deserted looking downtown area and they're like this this doesn't seem right.
1: Yeah. They're like, shouldn't there be a lot more walkers?
0: And then they start seeing this and and it's just like, what is going on? And then it gets crazier.
1: Yeah.
0: Because a lady of questionable fashion sense.
1: And uh, sanity.
0: And sanity armed with a very big gun um, jumps out and goes, Hey, hi, how are you? Basically. And they're like, uh, what? Now this is a character from the comic or a version of a character from the comic called princess. And, um, we'll have to see how, close she is to the actual character in the comic but
1: uh and see this this is you know I I I kept I kept track of what was going on in the comic book in comic shops I would just go in and like pick up a, a comic and like flip through it sure right but I was not paying any attention like and I saw this character with the wild hair and stuff and but I have no idea who she is so I'm very interested to kind of Find out like what's going on.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the it's really hard to speculate at this point with how much the show has diverged from the comic and how much they're still tying things together. Um, a lot of the big set pieces for stuff that happened later in the comic, those characters just aren't there. I mean, Dwight is a very right. big character in the Walking Dead comic, and he's not on that show. He's on Fear the Walking Dead now. So there's a lot of things. You know, of course, yeah, you know. A, Char- char- characters are dead or gone or whatever. But so we'll see, but yeah, she definitely visually, visually she definitely has the same style as princess. And I think that's the character they're going with. It's the name that they're using in some of the promotional material. So we'll assume that it's the same character, but yeah, um, she seems, she seems a little, um, enthusiastic.
1: Well, I mean, I have this feeling we're going to find out that she's been, you know, wandering around, uh, you know, capturing and, and positioning walkers for the last eight years. So she might be just a tiny bit cuckoo bananas.
0: Probably. I would say there's a good, good chance she's probably a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's where, that's where their story ends. And so we're left with Carol.
1: Right. And Carol leaves Negan, and wanders away. And as she's leaving, she starts hearing whispers out in the woods. And the whispering is actually Alpha, come to to have her last confrontation with with uh, uh, Carol. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you thought that killing me would get rid of me. But guess what? You're crazy. So, <laughs> you know. And I think that's the thing, essentially, like, that's the thing that I disliked the most is that we've given, like, Carol, like, why they decided she, des- she needs to have hallucinations a la Rick to, you know, I mean I get it. I get it in that in that like larger expanse that, you know, she's taking on the Rick role for the Whisperer War.
0: Yeah. To, mm-hmm. Uh
1: and and so to give her but but those were so like the fact that he like talked to dead people and had hallucinations was such a, you know, like specific character trait character trait for him to have to give it to Carol in this season never seemed right to me.
0: Yeah, it's a very strange choice. And I was actually kind of, uh, I'm not, okay. So this is always, everybody makes a creative choice when they, when they tell these kinds of stories. And if you have, you know, an actor around who you really want to, you know, use, uh, like Samantha Morton, mm-hmm. keep her around as long as you can. She's a fantastic actress. Right. Um, and she actually got to, she actually got to play the character of alpha a little bit differently here because it was the voice in Carol's head. So alpha had a little more teasing quality to it than, than the sort of the blunt crazy. And, um, there's actually, actually a couple of times where she was almost funny and, but it seemed like such a strange choice for what were what, what, what Carol is dealing with here is it seems like a really weird choice to have alpha be the voice of that because yeah. of all the people that Carol is responsible for the death of um, alpha is one that she's got a pretty good claim to being a to justifiable kill. Yeah. I mean, alpha is a monster and alpha was, you know, would have killed everyone.
1: And right, and and Alpha even says that to an like she says, "I could have been anyone. You chose this form for me, or whatever. Like I could have been any person."
0: Right, which is why it seems strange to me that they actually went ahead. I mean, like I said, you got Samantha Martin, you Samantha Martin. Why not? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like for this kind of questioning that Carol seems to be struggling with until we reached into the episode and she's okay, apparently. Um, Yeah. The choice of Alpha just seemed really odd to me because Alpha was very much a... uh, Yeah, I mean, this is not a supportive person, not a person that... Excuse me. Not a supportive person or a person that, that would... Who I would envision being someone there to help Carol work through... What she's working through. I mean, yeah. it, it works. It just seemed odd. It just seemed odd to me.
1: Yeah, I, I think that um, that that making, yeah. But but again, this is this is Carol's brain. You know, asking her like you've been because essentially what what Alpha is saying is you want to die. You have been waiting to die for a long time you have killed and and done some terrible things you want to die and and so i guess that that alpha is that voice does make a little Mm -hmm. more sense for me sure but at the same time it's like we don't need that yeah,
0: it's. I mean, it, it works. It works. and But it's also a little bit... It's a little bit pat. hmm You know, Carol goes off to process her feelings, and by the end of the episode, she's ready to come home, and, you know, she's not... The final scene we see between her and Daryl is she comes to the gate, Daryl opens the gate, she walks past him, and he closes the gate. You know, there's, they're not connected right. again. But... It's very much a, I mean, I, this is, this is better than Carol going off and disappearing for multiple episodes and showing up and doing the whole thing that we went through after, you know, the, the prison and you know, where she was barely in the show half the time. Um, this is better, but at the same time, it's all like, you know, I've gone through my little trauma of being buried in the collapsing house and getting out and killing the zombie and now I'm better right
1: i i want to live i want to live it turns out i It turns out that that my suicidal tendencies were the friends we made along the way
0: yeah it's it, you know it, it's it's not a question of performance obviously melissa mcbride is incredible uh she she delivers every second she's on screen i mean there's no question about her performance she does a great job it's just you know i'm it's more of the same of why are we doing this to Carol this season?
1: Yeah. Again, 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 like, I, you know, I get that, you know, but she was just such the, 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 the face of the misery porn aspect of the show for so long. It's just yeah. like, why do we have to keep doing this to her?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I hope they stop. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope they stop. There's so many cool things they can be doing with the show now. Um, now, of course, that, you know, uh, Negan has been... He's yeah. not re, He's not going to be redeemed in the eyes of anybody. It's just going to be a way of, you know, things are going to be a little easier for him now. Still well, the-
1: I mean, I've discussed before, like, I think what they need to do... With, I mean, I think kind of what they need to do with this show is is do the ER thing, which is ER started about, you know, Mark Green and whatever Dr. Dr. Uh, George Clooney played. and Eddie Anthony Edwards played Mark Green. And then George Clooney played a doctor. And then Juliana Margulies played a nurse. And it was essentially about those three characters. And there were a couple other, Noah Wiley's uh, intern and, you know, and Eric LaSalle's, doctor but it was essentially those three and slowly but surely over the course of the years of that show those characters left and as those characters left those actors left they started incorporating other doctors and soon it was a rotating ensemble of characters and it would do it would do essentially cycles like there would be, you know, this character, this doctor, and this nurse would be having their own storyline in the background of the A storyline. And slowly but surely, the A storyline would cycle out, and then a B storyline would come up, and, and another story, And, and so you, you had all these – you had – I don't even remember how many doctors were on that show by the time R. E. R left the air. But it was like, you know, 13 in the cast. right. Of, you know, of of series, regular doctors and nurses. And they all had their own store. They're all just as important to the show. And I think that if The Walking Dead would attempt to do that, you know, they've, they've done a, a little bit this season. Like the whole uh, Rosita, Sadiq, uh gabriel thing with that crazy you know with the crazy whisper spy that was good ba- you know those are characters that don't usually have a storyline getting a storyline right and i would love to see more stuff like that i love you know i like that we sent eugene off on this quest with three people we don't necessarily without two other people we don't necessarily get a lot of story from anymore and you know i feel like if we can just you know try and create more of an ensemble with this. And, you know, now that they've destroyed all of the other places (laughs) that all of these people could be, and now we're just going to be living in the Alexandria, you know, maybe they did that to make it easier? I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see how it plays out, because it would be nice to let this have uh, more time with the characters that, if you're going to have a cast this big, um, you know, we we've more than once pointed out that there have been times when there are people who are in the show. We know because we can see them
1: mm-hmm. in the background. In the background. And what happened to that Archer lady with one leg? Let's do a whole, a whole story about that Archer lady with one leg. Right.
0: And uh, you know, that would be great, but that's not how it generally works. I mean, it's not new. It's not a new experience. You know, we were talking about T dog back in the day. Yeah. Uh, It's like, hi there, I'm a talented actor. I have no dialogue in this episode.
1: (laughs) Remember when I was on The Wire for all that time? (laughs) Apparently the writers don't.
0: (laughs) My character is not a mute. Do (laughs) I have to remind you that my character is not a mute?
1: uh, There's a great, I don't remember where I read it, but it was just so good, The Diary of Mm T-Dog. Right, yeah. And it was all about... what T Dog was doing while they were stuck on the Green Farm, and it was like, you know, I don't know why they keep calling me T. You know, I guess they decided my name is T Dog. You know, <laughs> like, you know, I keep telling them that my name is Ter, or you know, what it was, Theodore.
0: Yeah, Theodore. Yeah.
1: I keep saying, please call me Teddy, and they keep calling me T Dog. You know.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the show. The show can get it pretty wrong sometimes. So they they've done the last couple of seasons have actually been overall pretty strong. You know, certainly some down points, but uh, uh, we will have to see what they do. I just I they just need to stop putting Carol through this stupid ringer
1: mm-hmm. uh, and
0: let her let her have a character development. I mean, don't let her have happiness just to yank it away from her. It's a yeah. it's a, it's kind of an evil cycle. Uh, and it's sort of a cruel cycle, and it's also not a very interesting cycle.
1: Right. And she's been through this enough. And I think that what we need, especially if she, if we're going to, if, if we've, you know, they've all but said, I mean, they, they gave her and, um, and Norman Reedus, they gave Melissa McBride and Norman Reedus four year contracts on this show. They are going to be on this show. They're essentially the leads of this show now. Right. And you've got to give them story to work with. And it can't be the same story that they've been working with ever, forever.
0: No, that's, yeah, you're right. It it, it needs to be something new because we fell in love with these characters for a reason, but that doesn't mean they don't change or they don't evolve. And... hmm there's been some effort to that there's been some movement in in how these characters are are changing and growing but at the same time let carol step out of this cycle she can to be a lot more fun uh, and interesting and melissa mcbride can play it she doesn't always have to play yeah. it she's good at it no question but still no more no more misery porn for for carol please that would be great <laughs> <laughs> all right well next up is the tower which is uh, the final episode of this season for now. We're actually not going to get the final episode of this season for some time. They've delayed it. Uh, Post-production stuff going on, obviously. Uh, Still, that had to go on hold because of this pandemic we're dealing with uh, but okay, we have uh,
1: the apocalypse the, we're, uh, we're, we are, the we actual are fully apocalypse. and 100% in the middle of the apocalypse
0: it's just uh, you know the good news is there's no zombies uh, so far anyway Yet. yes uh, it's early days uh, but yeah so the tower is next episode and then uh, a certain doom is the name of the season finale which will come out when it comes out we'll, I'm sure we'll obviously get some, some warning about that AMC will let us know uh, obviously when we're where you can they'll want to promote it and when that happens we'll have news about it I'm sure so yep. look forward to that and as always folks if you agree or disagree with us we'd love to hear from you you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter uh, you can find you know find us on uh, Apple podcasts and podcast.com. you can leave us a comment and a rating which is always nice and helpful uh, you can send us messages on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what you think about these episodes. Uh, we are on the social media, Dustin more so than I, but still we are there. We're more than happy to talk to you. And uh, yeah, we love to engage with folks. We, uh, unfortunately, you know, the opportunities we've had over the years to go to cons and and actually have an audience to play off of and discuss this sort of stuff with, we're just not going to have for a while. Uh, Leave, leaving aside any of the, you know, scheduling and traveling stuff that we would normally have to figure out. Right. Uh now we just they don't even have conventions. So um we'd love Although to Although I
1: did see uh that they've rescheduled Kansas City's uh Planet Comic Con for August. They've I think they've got an official date in August now. i just read that email while we were talking, Tim.
0: Uh-huh. So... Right. Well, hopefully, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a chance to do it again there. So, anyway, folks, if you know, we'd love to hear from you. Like I said, and uh, we hope that you'll join us again. When we do this next week. Thank you, Dustin.
1: Thank you, Tim.
0: And again, folks, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week with another episode of Zompocalypse Now.
1: Zompocalypse Now.
0: The musical. We have a theme song. We have a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.